0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to yet another episode of the Check In Val podcast. Um, yeah, your regular host, Koku here in the building. Kufi, we have Mao uh, Mauna. And we have Maoli, Mauna's brother. So it's a family thing <laughs> in here. And then we have to save the best for last, you know. Are you Daily? I've not, I've not seen speaking to this guy since high school. So it's nice to have have him in the studio so you know let's start with our guests let's see how they're doing are you how you doing
1: oh we're good we're good um manchester united fan here born and bred uh rapping and really glad to see what we're we're doing right now in the premier league hopefully Mm -hmm. it goes on to bigger and better things you know all right
0: i love that Emoli, how you doing how's house wherever you are i'm doing
2: all right as well you know my united fan you know (laughs) <laughs> enjoying what my team has been producing in the league yeah okay Tunes this week hopefully looking forward to more
0: brilliant brilliant Paul Kofi will come to you very soon but Mona <laughs> yeah, yeah blue is the color oh always how always. you doing Oh, Chelsea, team.
2: Mm.
3: That's a good question. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I mean, okay. Yeah, we had we had a tough game today, but came through it pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. we went at our best, but three points is what's important right now. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking forward mm-hmm. to the next week's fixtures.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And Parkufi, oh. it's been a, maybe I think a week since you returned from the sea waters. <laughs> How <are> you doing? <laughs> How's everything going?
5: You know, Koku. Um, on Twitter, there was a thing that said that uh, on the 21st of December, all black people were <laughs> going to get superpowers. <laughs> if that was real, I would have time traveled back to the the moment that the senior Arteta and his missus were about to conceive Mikel Arteta, and just threw him a power wow. of doom. <laughs> just doing a because because mika teta is clearly the spawn sense to destroy my club you know but we'll get to wow. that no
3: no, oh.
0: no 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 okay wow that's how times have changed oof, oh. i can say that this break the sabbatical i don't i don't think he did much <laughs> but um. i guess it's just the performances on the pitch mm. but yeah let's start off at you know the sell park you know liverpool gave mm. a performance worthy of you know champions so i guess it's good study um so our fun question on liverpool comes from lady kukua and she says it's another Liverpool. is it another liverpool season or do we think that they have competition for the top of the league and i'll just throw this question around Maybe my guests so want to hear your maulian uh, are you what do you guys think you think liverpool is another um, liverpool league or there's some competition
2: yeah, as as a my United fan, there's nothing. Oh, sorry, you want to go first?
0: Oh no, any one of you can go. I was
2: saying, as a my United fan, there's nothing that you know causes me to have nightmares more than Liverpool having a good season. <laughs> but <clears throat> right now they've, well, they had what, seven. They had at one point seven first team players out and they didn't lose a match in that time. And they are slowly getting their injured players back, and they still have Thiago to add to this team. Which I still don't think is fair. Like from like uh, an entertainment standpoint, like it's not it's not nice when you, when a team wins every single game. I don't know, but yeah, right now it's looking like Liverpool are probably going to take it. Because this period, I thought they at least drop. I don't know a couple more points. I thought Spurs would put up more of a fight. But it's Mourinho, you can't trust him. I thought Wolves would do something, but no. Is honestly, I can't see any other team beating them.
0: Interesting. Are you?
1: Well, to echo some of the sentiments, I would say Liverpool yes, they are favourites for the league. And I guess one of the reasons I'm saying this is that I mean, to echo Maui's points, you see all the injuries that Liverpool has had and it seems like they can just slot in someone from their bench and they're just like taking to the system like a duck to water. Like, it's almost it's it's, it's a testament to like Klopp's system and how it's been, I was so effective and then when you look at the statistics, you just see that Liverpool is just dominating everything in the league. They're dominating pressing in the middle and the and the attacking third of the pitch. They're, I think, the only team that's beat Liverpool in the de- defensive third is Tottenham, which is to good effect because of their counter-attacking style of football. They they have the most tackles, they're, they're the best passers of the, of the football in the Premier League. It's... It's it's going to
0: be with you. You did you did Matt HR, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that the math HR guys, you and Bright, you guys came here and then you are just bombarding us with playing stats? I mean, the, the
1: scene, the stats, the stats <laughs> is just like what we what we mm-hmm. watch. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't do too much research in this, it's all like I guess mm-hmm. also from the athletic as I read with you all, um, yeah. <laughs> but. I'll say that brilliant platform Liverpool just are the cream of the crop in the Premier League right now. Yeah. So, it would take mm-hmm. like unless something like just falls off or uh, it's going to take a, it's going to take like a very consistent and sustained effort from like one of the challengers I wouldn't say dark horses because I don't like that term but like one of the <laughs> challenges to um dark- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> band like to people have like us the title right now no. oh no 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 that's no, never no, that I want not really. <laughs> mm.
0: but I'll yeah see. it definitely we'll spot on see. with that Liverpool have been scintillating I think what's held them is that their front three is still fit mm. so that's really a um you know the other parts of the team it looks like club. They're like embodiment of the system. So anyone comes in, Ketin Jones. Shout out to Ketin Jones. He's been a. He's Honestly, been doing, he looks like a real yeah, player. He has the it's, football it's, IQ. It's, it's
2: difficult to find youngsters that are so comfortable on the mm-hmm, ball. Like when mm-hmm, you look at him, mm-hmm. he feels like he belongs yeah. there, mm-hmm. and it's it's yeah. very surprising. Oh, no, like, he plays Kofi, well above his years.
0: Do you have anything to add on Liverpool? And um you know they are a good start to the season so
4: far.
5: Um... Um yeah, like so a couple of weeks ago I, I think I used a basketball term. I said Liverpool in four just um simply because you know they're a class above like Maui and Ayo adequately mentioned, they're just you know, the quality is just it shines through. And they are still yet to add Thiago who is arguably a top five midfielder in world football. My thing is though with Liverpool, what stood out to me versus Crystal Palace is just how clinical they were in the first half. they had three chances, three goals you know it it seems as though slow but surely they're getting back to that form of where you know it's 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 more of ruthless Liverpool, you know, and uh, they had a slow start to the season, but like slowly but surely they're coming off to like they're coming up to speed like it wasn't a game where. Like I said initially in the first half, Crystal Palace were out of it. Like Crystal Palace went blown away. Liverpool were just lethal. I think that's the, the most accurate way to, accurate way to describe it. They're lethal. And if Liverpool get that back, especially if they get Bobby Firmino like back on form, which he seems to be, it's it's a wrap. because there isn't, you know, Manchester United are ascending, definitely. But they're in the Europa League Please. now so it's it's going to be hard to sustain like a, a challenge that will push Liverpool all the way because you can't really afford to drop any points when you're chasing Liverpool so yeah, it's it's definitely Liverpool's title to lose, honestly but I don't I'm not i am sure they'll just be pushed a bit they won't win it with 7 games to spare, maybe they'll win it with like 4, you know mm-hmm
0: interesting Mauna, You let's go to stanford bridge oh yeah yeah is the game most recent and you guys want three to. two mm-hmm. what i would say if i was david moise i'm sure david moise is pissed in the dressing room because <laughs> i thought for last part of the Marcia game Marcia western were very mm-hmm. good and i like what he's building very good in possession very of good. the ball you yeah. are very good wow i was shocked mm-hmm. like these guys were fizzing the ball especially in the second half before yeah, yeah. Tami's goal went in fizzing the ball around mm-hmm. using their full backs very well I don't know where they went to get that Kufal guy from <laughs> but he was right back yeah. I don't know I found it at the start of Mark Noble quite strange like in such <laughs> yeah it was very shy but I guess in terms of keeping position he was there he was keeping a sh- you mm-hmm. shouldn't have been scared Rama should have started Noble shall yeah. on the bench. Go fly out of the... Yeah, you showed too much respect to Chelsea. And you showed... But Mona, what did you make mm-hmm. of that? I don't think that's a performance that answers any questions after the last two losses. But what did you make of the performance? I guess you got the three points, three goals, clean sheets. Yeah, I but think... Hey. Those, are, those are all
3: important things to take away from the game. I don't think anyone will be under the impression that this was a vintage performance. But... If your team can win ugly 3-0 like that's definitely a team that i'd like to support you yeah. because it means then mm. when we're firing yeah. yeah things things are definitely going to be on the up. so um yeah these these last two losses have been maybe not a nice reality check but a painful reality check to show you like the, the gap that we really have to to get up to like the likes of liverpool and 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 COVID. I remember like two weeks ago, Klopp was like Chelsea are uh, title contenders. And right now, this is the first game we've won since he made that statement. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it definitely goes to put some stuff into perspective. But I felt it was a good game. I thought it was a good game. Yeah, I thought it was a good game. I I, I also want to single out Macy Mount. Because I feel like my guy for about a year and a half had caught a lot of, you know, undue criticism on the TL. But this season... <laughs> We've clearly shown that if he was on corners last season and it wasn't William, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just saying William, but yeah, or maybe yeah. we
0: would have avoided.
1: I want, or maybe we would maybe have much, finished third much, much, much more, more comfortably. United, maybe. Yeah, maybe. interesting. Maybe. I want to, and I think sorry,
0: or huh no. You can go ahead.
1: I want to add something to like that Chelsea West Ham game. So
4: mm-hmm.
1: what I think like. I think also Parkofi would attest to this, but I believe Pulisic is a more sensational player on the left-hand side. And Mm trying to accommodate Werner, Werner on the left has shunted him out towards the right, and it's just like he's not having the same effect on games as he should. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for a player that I think is Chelsea's best player, I feel like Mm -hmm. he should be on that (laughs) left-hand side cutting in and not Werner mm-hmm. but that's that's my two cents on that yeah, yeah. and it's
0: yeah. that's an interesting uh mm. and yeah even like segues us into our, another fun question mm. this is from joseph i am underscore Jotre. very interesting handle <laughs> and he says how can lampard get the best out of timovena and kai Havertz?" And maoli and pakofi i'll throw this question to you as like neutrals and onlookers. lucas what do you think? Um, what do you think?
5: Yeah. Marley, do you want to go first?
2: Okay. Um, so, looking back to Venice' time at you know, RB Leipzig, he wasn't always played up, up top on his own. He had Posen yeah. next to him, and they formed a very good, like, partnership. Posen would... Not necessarily, like... If Posting isn't your titular, like, target man, that would just be a brick wall for you to bounce the balls off and... Bring players into play, but he would he would get the ball into feet he would turn he would run in behind he would do all of the all of the hard yards that you know commentators like to talk about and i think Pulisic, I, said Pulisic, I think vener thrived all yeah. that' cause he didn't have to he didn't have any of those responsibilities all he had to do was make sure he was in space um either moving with the ball or arriving in the box leads getting on the end of crosses and or um, making sure that his shots were on target and most of the time they'd find the net. I mean, whether it says that <laughs> Bundesliga goalkeepers versus Premier League goalkeepers is a difference in class, I don't know. But I mean Verner <laughs> himself came out and said the <laughs> the 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 physicality of the Premier League is a lot harder was a lot was a lot more physical in the Premier League than it is in the Bundesliga and he thinks that is what is owing to some of his performances. I mean as to whether or not that's true. I mean, hopefully, mm-hmm. it's, hopefully it's true for his sake so he can develop his the physical side of his game and, you know, get back to form because he's, he's, he's actually he's a brilliant player. Mm-hmm. It's a very good acquisition from Chelsea. Mm-hmm. On Chelsea's part, he's just struggling to find his feet.
0: And Paukofi, you can maybe you can have it. <laughs> what do you think? Because he didn't start the game today and he came on for the last six, seven minutes.
5: Honestly. So
0: I'm... what do you think his best position is and where does he fit into Lampard's plans?
5: You see, my thing is, like I said last week, Kahavet is also young, so you need to give him time. But I think his best position is in a free role as a 10, where he's he has a few less defensive responsibilities because I see him as that kind of creative midfielder that can also arrive late in the box. I feel as though when he operates off the left, it's a bit more... It's harder for him to impose his will on the game. that's just my two cents on that on sorry on um Kai Havertz. I still do think it would take time i think this signing from Chelsea is one for the long term. I don't think they signed him in the sense that this season he's coming to win p f a young player of the year it 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 seems as though it's more of like for the future it's something that I think they also did with Pulisic it's only the fact that they loaned Pulisic back to Dortmund initially for his first uh spell but with Timo Werner I think Timo Werner's main issue like I said in the football group chart today is his decision making you see he 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 sometimes as a footballer you have to slow down and think the game through You know, I don't know if it's because he's quick, but he does everything at 100 miles per hour. It's go, 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 go. Where there are certain instances you realize, like, if he just took his time, it would be much better. Like today's chance versus West Ham, you know, he needed to show a bit more composure. He rushed that shot, put it on. He had way more time than he thought. He could have opened up his body. He could have done so much. So, yeah, you see, if I was a Chelsea fan, I wouldn't panic. Because these are all minute things that could be tweaked. Kai Havertz is in the long term, like, relax. The quality, I still think Kai Havertz, talent-wise, is like Germany's next big thing. Definitely. Because when you you watch him in Leverkusen, you see that definitely there's a player there. Timo Werner, you see, I think he would be best suited down the middle. You know, when you have a striker that is so on and off, it's better to give him chances directly in front of goal because there's a higher percentage those will go in. But yeah, you know, I w- if I was a Chelsea fan, I wouldn't be too worried at all, honestly.
0: Yeah. But that middle right-center thing is interesting because I feel like even when he's been on the left, he's gotten some chances. And because I think if you go and watch back Chelsea's past few games... He's gotten some decent at least two three chances i think right now it's just a confident issue also he's mm. like a, what a little goal drought mm. eight games nine games Ten, actually yeah for a new strike kind of prem mm. that's a lot so i think maybe once he gets his man, what, first goal you're going to bang it in yeah man i just drought, he's still yeah. providing
2: assists for his teammates so it's not like he's having bad games it's just that, yeah. that sh- the finishes aren't there
0: okay mana so before mm-hmm. we wrap up on chelsea if you have anything to add on timo and kai have i saw you nodding your head when molly was speaking yeah. about i think parkfield was talking one of them was talking about kai Havertz, and do you have anything yeah. to
3: add i mean so for kai yeah um i think parts part of his problem, i guess kai and timo both of them part of their problem is they've like played in various positions like if you ask timo where's his favorite position he'll tell you like striker if you ask kai where's his favorite position he will tell you number eight on the right side. Like these are things they've said in interviews and stuff like that. So that's that's why I think they'll end up playing long term, especially Kai. That's why I think you end up playing long term. And with respect to Timo, I think that that depends on like between Abraham and Pulisic, who is on form. If Pulisic is more on form, then Timo ends up moving into strike. If Tammy is more on form, Timo plays left wing. But to be honest, having flexibility in your forward line is 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 good as well because then they can interchange in game and it just keeps it keeps your opposition guessing. So once <laughs> once everyone starts firing, I'm sure this attack will be quite brilliant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I mean, yeah, you guys have good players. So you have enough yeah, to yeah. at least make tough four. Uh, speaking of other top four or league titles, I don't like mm. that my team that is now. Is I, was for the I was listening to the NBC no. Pandits, yeah. and those guys used <laughs> to first insult Manu a lot. Now, yeah. suddenly, yeah. we are about seven games and beating in the league, people, yeah. and now they are saying, Of course, if Manu is not a title challenger, who is? And I'm just saying that I'm not there, <laughs> my head. So, yeah, this guy is head guys off guys. to Old Trafford manu blue leads away 6-2 and as a man you find me i'll say brilliant tactical setup from oligona social he gets a lot of stick and i've got to watch extensive videos on the setup brilliant he knew that leads man mark mark in a man to man system so what does he do off the ball movement and runs from deep if you watch bruno fernandez Marshall a lot Marshall will be on the left, he's on the right, Uh he's in the middle. Bruno, I couldn't even tell where Bruno was playing. Bruno will be on the right wing, he's on the left wing, he's a strike. And this was just confusing. If you watch one of the goals, Calvin Phillips, their CDM, was at the left back spot. Alioski was in CDM. Charlie, we're just confusing them. Maktomini, oh my God, Maxos. Yeah, Uh (laughs) Maxos. Casudino. Charlie, that guy is not a CDM, he's a box to box. Because some of the things he was doing, uh, I was very confused. I was like, is this the same McTominay we have been watching?
2: I mean, in the academy, he. I think when he came to yeah. the academy, he was a striker at first.
0: Apparently, apparently. He, he, doesn't have, and... he, was, he
2: played as a striker. As in our first tour games, I think we played him up front. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which tour. I mean, it was 2018. I don't remember exactly which tour, but we tried him up front in preseason. It didn't necessarily go well.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, he scored one goal, but he didn't, his all-round play wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He didn't have... His touch wasn't the best... Um, he, he couldn't create space for himself very well, so it's like, how can he, how can he be a striker when he can't really create space in the final third, stuff like that.
0: But yeah,
2: but he showed he showed that he he yeah. he can finish quite a good. Okay. But yeah,
0: yeah, anyway, my new fans in the building, are you Maoli? What did you make of that performance? Are you seeing things you like? Yeah, so are you? Well, let's start with you, with your reactions and thoughts at, after the match.
1: So Scott McTominay, I'll start with him first. incredible player and like what i want to talk about him is not the fact that he scored two goals but like as you said like the off-ball movements like this is like he this is not a player that's like that's attacked the that space that often and he he was very very good at like breaking out like he's known for like breaking up the play and having a lot of energy but that assist for Daniel James, kind of skipping past defenders, attacking the space in behind, like that's something that's kind of gave me hope, like kind of really um, joyed me as a Manchester United fan because retaining the ball and create, like the passing is something that we are just not as good as. We lose the ball a lot. We lose the ball a lot. And so looking at this game, looking at how we played this game it was just like a very very good good game all around bruno fernandez really played calvin phillips of the park and that's why he was substituted at halftime so i'll say that the off-ball <laughs> movement as he <you> said <laughs> was just like really really good um i'm a little bit concerned with marcial like his off-ball movement is good but he's been missing a lot of chances and this <laughs> that's
0: has, the problem yeah
1: <laughs> this uh um yep, yep. these are chances that your number one striker should not should not be missing like it's 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 concerning now but apart from that i would say that the whole squad played really really well
0: molly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what about you i saw yeah. in the TO you have a very avid manu fan what did you make of the performance
2: Oh, I mean, it was a it was a very good performance. Like, I'm um, I was really happy. Like, for almost everything, I feel like the goals we conceded are, uh, what do you call, um markers that we haven't we haven't improved defensively. Because if you've noticed, you can see the same goal mm-hmm. every single game. It's either a cross from the right hand side, or sorry, from yeah, from the right hand side of our opponents, and then to um Wambisaka misses the flight of the ball, and then they have a chance, and then they score, or it's a, a uh, a group of defensive mistakes, like what Eric Eric did, at doesn't <laughs> Um, or it's a corner, or it's or we are passing out from the back and we decide to pass it to their player. It's, it's the same goals we can see. It's a problem that we have to you know resolve if we want to you know actually challenge for the league. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, I think their performance was good. Yeah. Um, Martial, like. Everything apart from his finish was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, on Sunday, like his his link-up play, he, he came in, he, he took the ball into feet, he spun the defenders. He looked for his passing, which is something that I've had a problem with ever since he came. Almost every single pass he plays to, uh, his to a teammate is either behind him or the teammate has to stop to receive the ball in order to continue the to continue the play. But in this in this game, he played it into into the channels. He made. The right decisions. It's just his finish. I feel like he only knows how to kick the ball one way. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this, but he only uses his side foot to score. Mm-hmm. Like almost every single one of his goals. Like, that's on the floor. It's just he his like, side foot. He
1: likes drifting foot, in and then
4: taking it on his right foot.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, I think I mm-hmm. I think. Yeah.
2: I think he has that
3: same, like, unrefinish. Or, like, he tries to do that unrefinish to, like, the far it post. It,
2: it's yeah. not always on. That's the thing. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. By having to count you when uh, you're one on
2: one, it's a high percentage like finish. Mm-hmm. But like when in certain positions, like for example, when he had his, when he had a shot saved by Messi, mm-hmm. or if that's how yeah. you like, pronounce his name, um, he, he could have just toe poked it into the far corner, mm-hmm. because the defender was was on his right. He couldn't he couldn't bend or he couldn't open his body up to tuck it into the far corner. could mm-hmm. have just toe poked it, but you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, apart from marshall's performance, I really Dan James. I I feel like we hey, give hey, a lot of stick as hey, as United <laughs> fans, and I said, No, no, listen, I,
3: let me that finish. guy was I, let playing me, for uh, a move to Wolves to in January, <laughs> to
2: Leeds in January.
0: If
2: he's playing for a move, he's playing for, for a move from, to Leeds like in January.
0: <laughs> Emoli, thank you for bringing Dan James up. Cause when the team sheet came out, I had to fight him. I don't like I don't like being a Man U fan, and I'm fighting people in my fan base. About yes, this. It's, it's not nice. So <laughs>
2: let, let the players play
0: because for me it was a no brainer that Dan James, a pista who likes space, Crazy, is facing a team that likes living space that has space. Yeah, a, yep. So then, when the that thing came out, Manu and Company, I'm like, ah, are you they sure? I was <laughs> I was like, I mean, you have like, also they worked. Give you space. yeah, but Dan James solid performance for him. So if yeah, him. if
2: Mata receives the ball and then like mm-hmm. a goal he scored against West Ham, Rashford's been mm-hmm. a quick touch and then a, a ball in behind mm-hmm. for Rashford, that could have also happened. Yeah, But I feel like Dan James was the right choice because yeah. he not only did he like, uh, he was a threat in behind. So like the uh, Alyoski always had to be on his toes to make sure that he wasn't leaving too much space, even though he did. But then he was also pressing the ball when we were in. Mm-hmm. When they had when they had possession, which was mm-hmm. which is something you don't really get from Mata, and although Greenwood does it, he's not consistent. It sometimes he lets his the winger go past him. Sometimes he gets the ball back. But <laughs> yeah, it was a very good performance yeah, from Dandy. Yeah. I mean,
3: <clears throat> Koku. One thing. One thing I want to mention. I think it's high time we have to really chastise this marcelo bielsa guy
0: oh man! you have even i was <laughs> coming i was i was i was come to segue you and Paul finn nicely yeah. so let me then so before the match in bielsa's press conference he said he has studied the way we play or something
1: mm-hmm. and
0: he knows our threat is the counter-attack and mm-hmm. apparently he has figured out a way to counter it so Paul Kufin, mm-hmm. Mauna, Mauna, thank you what do, you, what do you think the problem was? What do you think he was trying to do? And even before you guys come in, yeah, in fact, I have to give a monologue on this thing. Yeah. I, think, I think there's like a weird fascination with managers who claim to have a certain one style of play it's, and are not willing yeah, to adapt it's, it's or change really, it's, when it's not working yeah, out. Because I feel like that's even a disadvantage cause, because he has one set style of play and you can see only only Mark mentioned it. They watched hours of videos on leads and how they play. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's interesting what he does, but yeah, more now Um,
5: just quickly, you see that's the thing with the likes of Bielsa, who are you know they 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 stick to their guns. It's in a league like the Premier League where there are dedicated film crews who would actually you know stack up hours and hours of video on your tactical system, it's quite dumb to not try and have a plan B. That being said, for Bielsa's faults, I think it's high time everybody just... If you criticise only Gunnar in the past, it's time you just swallow the hard pill and apologise. Because I remember one of our very first episodes, they they asked, yeah, Marona, you're shocked, but it, truly... I was asked, like, what, um, what do you think Mine can do? And I said, mention the league because I just felt like if Ole gets it right, if Manchester United get that fear factor back, the team starts bonding. I saw Bruno comment under Scott McTominay's Instagram post, you know, that, that bit of banter. You know, first, because Manchester United, they seem to like being clicks. Now they're a bit more, like, there's a bit more team cohesion. I only I think the leagues and you know football Twitter saving grace is the fact that they're in the Europa League, so it will be, it'll be hard to sustain a challenge. But everywhere you look in the Manchester, unlike the Manchester United team sheets, you see quality. Like Marcus Rashford should be in everybody's top five Premier League players. Martial, I wouldn't be yeah, worried I've
1: about something.
2: You said
1: that thing. I don't know. I don't
2: know. For Martial, because I mean, you, you saw. For that.
5: Martial, I wouldn't be worried. Like, I'll, take it from someone who watched Henri. It will come. His goals will come. You know, he's the quality is there. It's just, you know, for the Premier League strikers, you go on a barren spell, then suddenly they start coming in bunches. Look at Firmino. Yeah, look, like Manchester United, I don't want to use the DH word, but Manchester United please, are good. Slow but sure, slow <laughs> but sure. You know, it took Oli a while, but slow but sure, they are getting there. Like, I, I kept on saying, Oli, in order for him to be good, he needs to put in the work. And, you know, McTominay saying that they put in hours to watch Leeds play just shows that, okay, he's trying to take that next step to really, like, you know, hone his craft. And yeah, if I was a Manchester United fan, I'd be excited, to be honest. Leeds, on the other hand, look, they they came, they, we knew the win matches, we knew the, the lose matches. I'll say this, though. It's time for Bielsa to, to get back into his bag and have like a defensive solidity strategy, you know? Because if you look back at Blackpool 2010-2011 with the likes of Charlie, Adam, and all those guys, they came with the same mentality. We, we attack and don't do anything else. At the end of the day, they were everybody's favorite team in the league, but unfortunately, it didn't work out. I don't think Leeds are in danger of that, but, you know, Bielsa should really look at his, his system.
0: Mm-hmm. Eman, are you welcome to say, see... I remember yeah. the fight. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I... So, I guess maybe in football different matchups will create like different different sorts of things like man united are a team that are quite frightening when there's space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. leipzig have seen this west ham have seen this southampton have seen this like lots of teams have seen this and so for me it was just quite odd that especially in like the first 10 minutes like bielsa left like so much space and like if you if you look at um mc first goal like, the position of Calvin Phillips in, like, the second <laughs> minute of the game as as the central defensive midfielder, what are you doing on, like, the right wing for a throwing? Just be in mm-hmm. front of your centre-backs. Like, see how the first five minutes, and then after that, you can progress from there. So, it's just the little, little things like that. And at this level, teams will punish you. Like, if players like Bruno Fernandes, Pogba... I'm actually going to say McTominay. Wow. <laughs> if you give them time on the ball, they will they'll, they'll, they'll <laughs> punish hey, you. They'll punish you. So. Respects mixed um, sauce. McSauce. Yeah. Um on the whole, I think Leeds will be fine. Like they'll last week they give Newcastle five. Like they'll catch Newcastle, they'll give them five. They'll catch Fulham, they'll give them four. They'll catch Brighton, they'll give them like those teams I will be well. there. But then if <laughs> <laughs> but if they play against like West Ham, for instance, who are also frightening on the counter, like money, like, like if they play this way, they will they will really struggle to pick up points in those kinds of games. And mm-hmm. the Premier League it only takes like look at Sheffield right now. It only takes like managers a few a few times just to realize that okay, this is your tonic, and then that's what every team will start playing against Leeds from now on. So mm-hmm. yeah, Bielsa Bielsa might need to go back to the
0: drawing board as mm-hmm. well. Yeah and even before I move on to the next one I just want to say I think one thing that impressed me and I like about what all these building was the depth people forget Puba didn't come off the bench who... Greenwood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Greenwood was still on the bench and no, I was like honest, wow Goku, mm-hmm. this
3: one I feel like man United I don't know you guys you guys have a good squad maybe no not like the best squad in the league I think that one mm-hmm. that one that one goes to like Liverpool and City but you guys mm-hmm. don't have like like I don't think there are Four teams that have a better squad than Man United's no. squad.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: No. that's why we want to win the league. Uh,
3: that's right. yeah, why,
1: That's why I, like I like to I hear. That's why I like to. hear. I think
2: <coughs> no, no, he's he's putting a trap. I think
1: uh, I'm gonna say like so. Yes, we have a good squad. I'm not denying that. I would say that.
3: Yeah, this, maybe maybe not starting eleven, but definitely a yeah, great squad.
1: Yeah. the thing is that we have more players on our sub on our bench contributing than other teams in the sense that mm-hmm. for example mm-hmm. tottenham tottenham was before the start of the season they were heralded to have like this best number two squad but if you think about it it's just the premier league squad and the europa league squad and mm-hmm. that's there's mm-hmm. like that intermission that mix between the two so mm-hmm. you i I'm, I don't want to talk about the game before we get there, but like the Leicester game, you see when you bring on these players and they've not actually had that cohesion. They have not played yeah. in the Premier League in a while. You, yeah. it's, it takes a... It's difficult to create. And mm-hmm. that's why I would say that only that's one thing only has done well. He has been able to actually have healthy competition for places in a, in a, in a, in a sense.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: yes, Molly, just quickly yeah. before I move, you're to say something.
2: Oh yeah, I was, I'm talking about like the the the, uh, the strength of our squad. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we have a, we have a very good like squad like, in terms of like our full twenty three man team. But I mean, we have glaring holes though. That's the issue we have. Like in centre back, we still don't have a a pairing that fills you with confidence as a fan. Because every time the ball is in the air, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Every time the ball is in the air, I just pray Lindelof doesn't get bodied because it's happened so many times. I'm tired. I'm tired. And on the right wing, we don't have a right winger. We have... Greenwood is a fantastic player, but his future is not on the right mm-hmm. wing. It's difficult for him because, oh. like, his best... Amad Yalu. His best... Yalu is coming. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I have booked his... I, I, have, I have set the time over when he's coming. Mm-hmm. We will we will hype him to... <laughs> to this, like, there's no tomorrow. But yeah, Greenwood's strengths are very difficult to, for him to realize on the right wing. His ability to turn quickly and... Um, fashion a shot out of nothing can't really happen if you're for 20 yards away receiving the ball with a defender behind
4: you mm-hmm.
2: i think like once we sort out those positions and for some strange reason i think right back is one of them because we keep getting a link to right backs even though we have wangisaka i mean maybe Oli is trying to get a plan b there if he wants the right back that can deliver balls into the box like i was here some tri- tri- trip links i mean i really don't want to see tripia but it sounds That'll like a those good ones sign. are pretty concrete. I mean, he's very good at delivering the ball into the box, but defensively, he's, he's Tariq or Nothing, in my
0: opinion. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, <laughs> no, let's, no, no, can, <laughs> let's let's. I, mean, we, I don't want to make this do, the United yeah. stand, so yeah, let's move on to <laughs> Goodison pack. <laughs> and if we'll give you thirty minutes if you want. <laughs> so Everton beat us now two one. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say Everton was scintillating. Um arsenal i feel i mean arsenal in the second half were quite Masa, that's some of the best football I've Masa, seen. <laughs> Masa, no, that's, right
3: best football <laughs> way please oh no it's actually true like <laughs> yeah no, yeah no, no. I, I think mean, i don't know why because against against benley yeah before the Jaka red card arsenal were actually playing really well yeah against um yeah. Who, who, who did they play after benley
2: Southampton. Yeah, against
3: Southampton before the um, Gabriel card, they were also playing. They, they had a decent passage of play and stuff like that. So, like, Arsenal's problem is right now they are not creating enough clear cut goal scoring chances and then putting them away. <laughs> That's their issue. But once that. Once okay. they fix that, they will they will, they will definitely be fixed.
5: It will not it will be, be fixed. Make Arteta out, please, <laughs> please. Enough is enough. You, like I, I told Koku earlier today, what what is hurting me is that the guy is not even a club legend. It's like everything have sent some agents to destroy us now. He should please go. <laughs> <laughs> enough is enough. Like you don't understand. I, I I told Koku this earlier today. It is actually painful to watch us now. It is painful. You like there are certain players like Eddie and Ketia. I'm not kidding. We all went to the same high school. Are you? We all is Eddie and Ktia better than the gracious.
4: <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: be truthful. <told. laughs> this is a professional footballer that's like, been playing for what
3: ten years. I don't now? know
5: how Arsenal is full of of mediocre aspect. Why is was Rob Holding wearing Arsenal's captain's armband? What is happening? Like, I don't... Arsenal are the only team in the world where you can lose 8 out of 14 games and their manager is still... Like, how? How? Like, seriously, what is wrong with Arteta, man? Leave! Leave. Like, you see... No, 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 no. I don't condone violence, but whoever sends the guys to message Ozil and Kolasinach I'm not saying do it, but you know what you have to do. <laughs> no, nah, because this is ridiculous. Like, all jokes aside, let's get this from a tactical point of view. Even the commentators realize. They'll, they'll say it's as though Arsenal favour. They are left more than their rights. Arsenal can't create anything through the middle. Arteta is the worst coach I have ever seen in my life. You know, he came on today wow. and was just mentioning what a joke. You he came to a press conference and certain is... uh, win percentages that we had a six percent chance of percent. losing. How do you lose with a six percent chance true. of losing? Say. <laughs> I thought that was a joke. I thought he, that
4: was a Like it's
5: sad. It's sad. And if Arsenal really, you see, I'm looking at the men in charge. Edu and everybody should be investigated for money laundering, because there's no way that uh, this. What is happening at Arsenal? What is happening? Like I'm genuinely concerned. William was a free signing, but he's the worst signing we've ever made he was free, but he's the (laughs) worst signing we've ever made Arsenal is a team devoid of leadership devoid of quality and and devoid of sense because how can Arteta be there, 8 out of 14 barely are 3 points behind us with the game in hand, Barely. we are like I'm not kidding, we are going to lose versus Chelsea over the weekend we could actually be relegated, it's not a joke we are laughing, but it's not a joke it's not a joke. The guy
4: needs to go. Like I don't even know. Sorry. Yeah, actually, part
5: of it, you.
3: No, know, I was, I was, I was just thinking back to last year around this time, oh was around the time that Unai Emery was 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 giving the boot, and I think everything also sacked Marco Silva and then had Dan, Duncan Ferguson coming for a couple of games. And the rumblings I was hearing was that Ancelotti was going to be a, a, a new manager in the Premier League. So was Arteta. So I initially thought Ancelotti was going to Arsenal and then Arteta was going to Everton. And I don't know. I think because right now, if you look at where Everton are, Everton are third in the Premier League. Like they didn't necessarily go and like break the bank, but they went and signed, you know, some some players. Ancelotti has gotten the best out of calvert and So I don't know. I think what's what's what you've been saying about like the board and Edu and... The crunkies I think there's 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 definitely some truth to it because definitely the the fish rots from the head.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the fish the fish rots from and
1: the head. I want yeah. to I guess add to that so, like in the sense they are trying to get this quick fix to enter the Champions League, but as um we have as we all know, it's supposed to be a rebuilding kind of process. Yeah. So like that, William really yeah. signing also doesn't make most any sense because. Chelsea, who has spent seven years with this player, know his ability through through training <laughs> sessions, only offered him a two-year contract, will have the money, and Arsenal decided, oh, this guy deserves three years, 200 million. It doesn't... Look,
5: I'm telling you, it's money laundering. Mm-hmm. Look, I've been DMing FIFA that investigates Arsenal. Investigates Arsenal. Very soon, I'll DM the International Criminal Court. Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous.
0: Okay, Molly, as a as a neutral, I mean, well, what do you make of the Arsenal situation oh, and everything?
2: Well, one one thing about the Arsenal, about why why not mention the signings Everton made? It's it's easier to make signings in a smaller club because Alan doesn't go to Everton, doesn't go to any other big six team for that price. Like if Liverpool came in for him, fifty million or sixty million. United came in for him a hundred million, that's, that's, came in for him forty million. That's fair. That's fair. It that's I think fair. it's easier for Everton to sign him. Yeah, but, but I think Arsenal, I think wow, it's also but,
3: the Ancelotti link, you know, because they play together at like, okay, true, Napoli.
2: Napoli yeah. and oh, but Arsenal. Um, you know, I was what, scrolling through the TL t-o today, and I think I saw something. Someone said well, this banter thing was supposed to be once every other week or something, but with Arsenal, it's, it's every game. And I, I mean, I don't understand why. Because <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like with like Moina said earlier, when whenever they have a spell of positive possession, something bad happens like every single time. Whether it's a red card, whether someone misses a chance, like
5: something. The players are shit. I, uh, the I players are I, shit. N- Nicolas Pepe how did Nicolas Pepe get visa? Like, it... <laughs> Like, no, no, no. You don't understand the extent of, of the, the new president, whoever he is, say you are a thief. Say you are a thief. You've scammed millions. Nicolas Pepe is one of the worst players I've ever seen. He's a disgrace to Mother Africa. Ah! No, Saka, oh, wow. Saka. Let's, let's oh, tell oh, the oh, truth oh. about Saka. Bakayo Saka isha. Isha, let's be honest. Oh, Bakayo Saka is useless. That. No, no, no. Saka oh, is no, no good. I don't Saka know about is no that. good. He looks. You a bit game. You're Nigerian. If you put Saka in Liverpool, No, yeah. don't put him in anywhere. Saka is not better than Samuotu Kouese of Villarreal. He's not. He's not. You know it. Samuotu Kouese is quality. Bakayo Saka is no good. Me have said
1: it. Ask now. Let's start. Let's be... The players are shit, too. So, he has, Like, Saka... I, th- I just think it's... I mean, one, he's young. And then, two, he's not surrounded yeah. by a lot of quality. Like, he he does exactly. create chances. I mean, he created, I believe, around the 25th minute of that match. He created one for Nketiah. Nketiah, surrounded by no defenders at all, pockets of space, skies it. It's like, he, he's not working with much. And... I I think he's I think he's a good player. He I just I just think he's he just needs some time and he just needs better quality around him.
2: Yeah. I mean I also feel like Arsenal are necessarily playing to his strengths because when I look at Saka, he, he has his delivery into the box is very good for like for someone so young. It's it's it's, it's good. You don't get to ten or twelve assists last season. That thing season was a win. fugazi. You can't just be spamming crosses, but. <laughs> No, but I mean, <laughs> Arsenal have a team that have a striker that can like, head in the ball
0: from when they pressure or anything. It's to, interesting I mentioned that because the way Arsenal play, it looks like a team that has a target, man. And it's very strange. Yeah, they, they it's very strange. If, if Arsenal had a target, man, I think it would be a very yeah. good team
2: if they had Olivier Giroud um, I yeah. do because <laughs> they play like a
0: team that has a target man I don't know if he is because he remembers David Moyes at Everton and Tim Cahill that they are playing yes, like I'm that thinking. but <laughs> it's, it's very thinking. strange and I don't know but just quickly before we move on to the arrival space Everton Everton starting nicely they had a, pe- a bad patch they lost three in a row but now they are winning again keeping clean sheets and now they were almost second for a bit so just quickly across the room everton what have you made of them and uh, yeah should they should the top four be worried
3: no. no not in this no. sense no, i no, think not worried but everton have been very lucky these past three games interesting um, the win against chelsea like if if let me say this if if everton don't get us to get in penalty they don't score that game will end like nil nil. Because mm-hmm. everything, we're not necessarily looking to win the no. game; they were looking not to lose the game. Against Leicester, to um, Richarlison shoots cool. That's I say we expect Casper Michael to make the second one set piece. Okay, you give it to them, cool. Um, and then against Arsenal first goal is an own goal. Second goal, another set piece. So like, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with scoring from set pieces and stuff like that, but they've been quite resolute defensively but they haven't really done much like on the offensive end to prove to me that okay yeah, these guys can necessarily sustain this going forward yeah mm-hmm. that's why that's why i don't think we should be worried they'll definitely be tough to beat yeah like especially if he continues with this s- four center backs and two cdms and yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but but yeah
4: i yeah. speaking I'm of not
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh sorry yeah I just oh no worries yeah uh, speaking of teams that are supposed to be tough to beat least let's move on to the Amazon Arena as Mauna likes to call it. Spurs versus Leicester. And just before even you guys come in, mm-hmm. I must say I was mighty impressed with Leicester City's performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, they showed the sh- up in
2: the league.
0: <laughs> and they okay, they said okay, you give us the ball, we don't care, we can move boss possession. And then the second half, they kind of changed it a bit. They're like, okay, spurs don't really break down low blocks, let us let them mm-hmm. attack us. Mm-hmm and it's very unfortunate james madison's goal was viewed was, was field outside, outside. outside for yeah. some weird because actually the goal is crazy
2: what a touch let's start those game. guys are
0: good rogers is building something slowly yeah if so you yeah. I mean, know if it's come yeah, into the picture soon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: they
0: can push the top four if there's one team because they have, they almost did it last season yeah so i yeah. think they can do it again space hmm they haven't won in three matches suddenly <laughs> they find themselves in sixth position they face wolves during the weekend and mm-hmm. we come to that mm-hmm. Charlie Mourinho against Crystal Palace that was the beginning of the end you go 1-0 up how can you come and sit back against Crystal Palace in the second half and expect anything <laughs> good to come out of the match Well, <laughs> very strange they lost momentum after that and after that Liverpool yeah. unfortunately for them they couldn't win Lester blew them off the pack I don't, know, I don't know about you guys, but watching Spurs attack in the second half, it, reminded, it gave me PTSD from him at, Mourinho at Man Manu. and I was trying to oh. play football. It was very horrible. Mm. But then I open up to the room, what do you guys make yeah, of?
3: Yeah, like, it's City. One, mm-hmm. one. One quick thing to see. So Spurs, mm-hmm. yeah, to me, right now, they look like a team that they need to score the first goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if they don't score the first goal, their game plan is sort of like, out of the window especially if they are playing against another team that's also like quite resolute defensively and can can keep them as like lester are no slouches defensively so once once they got once vardy got a penalty and lester went in ahead, it was like all right right now the onus is on you so and as as football like it's a lot easier to start on fire and then sit back in the second half. It's, it's way more difficult to sit back and then all of a sudden, if you go behind, then actually try to start to kick into gear. Yeah, so I think that that's, that's probably what's going to worry like Jose's team this year,
5: yeah. Honestly, um, I want to shout out the Gucci, Garincha, uh, you know, the Kenzo, Kaka, James Madison, um, yeah, like uh, you know, slow but sure. You know, especially after those two goals versus Brighton, I believe. Uh, I believe he's he's slowly coming back to the boil. Um, Brendan Rodgers is, is 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 a difficult one to analyze because it's so hot and cold. You know, one minute he he there's a very tactically astute like setup. You know that that works well. Like you saw versus Arsenal. Um, soy versus spares. And and you just think to yourself, maybe this Leicester team could do something. But then there's always that they they're so hot and cold, you know. They'll look good, then all of a sudden, you know, they lose a couple of games. Space look, Space, I think Io hit the nail on the head, to be honest. It's it's a sense of integration, like you could it's it's it almost feels as two separate teams, you know. It's not like where you can quickly bring someone on and they fit seamlessly into Jose's system. not it, it's not like what we see in Liverpool, where in Liverpool you could basically plug Mauna in central midfield and he would do a job. for You, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, Chemi, I'm a solid central midfielder. Yeah.
5: Solid. So <laughs> so yeah, I think I think. That's a left foot. <laughs> I think that's Spurs' issue. You know, like teams are slowly getting how to deal with them. Don't get me wrong, though. Marlon's point is also very valid. You would not want to concede first to Spurs because it seems as though that's, that's yeah. their bag. The moment they go 1 0 up and you come onto them, that's it. They'll finish you. But yeah, Spurs, I think Kokuji was right. Leicester could be the main threat to the top four, you know, just, they, they have quality, they could do it, we'll see. Spurs, like I said, when we brought Nene, you know, a self-proclaimed Spurs fan on, I said, what can go wrong for Spurs will go wrong. Spurs are not winning the league or anything. they They could definitely finish top four, don't get me wrong, but league mm-hmm. title, no, I'm sorry.
0: And yeah, before our guests come in, there's a fun question on Spurs today mm-hmm. from Lady Kukua. She says, Do you think Spurs has a chance to finish this season in the top three? And are you in my Maui? I'll open up this question to you guys.
5: <sighs> top three.
2: Hmm. I mean um I that'll be me giving my top I mean my top three will probably be the city, Liverpool and my United. Interesting. And- and as for the order, I don't know. Mm. We'll let we'll let time tell. But mm-hmm. I don't think Spurs will finish in top three. So the to same top three from like, last season. Yeah. Yeah, same. People from forget last. that we finished third last one,
0: season. Will, hmm. No comments.
2: <laughs> I hope you improve. No comments. Improve. But yeah, <clears throat> the main reason for that is that outside of Son and Kane, I don't think they have any other like source of goals. I think what well, Son and Kane have scored eighty percent of their goals in the league. And the other teams or around them have sources of um have sources of goals from all over the place. Like if Chelsea need a goal, all of a sudden Zuma becomes R nine, and and uh, if Liverpool need a goal, they can bring on Salah and take off money. If United need a goal and Pogba is on the bench and Fernandes is on the bench and Van der Beek is there, and, and
4: McTominay scores you know, too,
2: yeah, and McTominay scores two goals. One of them from outside the box. Yeah, yeah, but when if. If you nullify Kane and you nullify Spe- and you nullify, you nullify Son, which is which is difficult in its own right, but like once you get once you do that job, you've taken away almost all of their goals, which is which is very important, you know, challenge for the top positions in the league. That's why
0: I
1: feel
2: they won't finish in the top three.
0: Yeah, and Ayu, you can take us home.
1: <laughs> so, Jose Marina, I I don't think they'll win the league, but I think they can finish third or fourth. I think that Marino needs to, uh, there's a theme as we discussed earlier in this podcast about managers being set in their ways, in their systems. Mourinho is one of those managers and he needs to learn, he needs to figure out an, another way to make doubly more creative, have more of a say in the offense of Tottenham Hotspur's. Um, but I think that when you when you do nullify at present, when you do nullify Son and King, you've nullified the whole Tottenham squad. And if they can't score, if they can't get those three points, it's not gonna, it's not looking good for them. Especially when you have Liverpool running riots right now and you have Certain mm-hmm. clubs ascending in the league. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah,
3: yeah, Man United.
1: <laughs> and, and, mm. <clears throat> but i would say that if Mourinho can figure out a way to be more creative apart from Son and King, they can finish third. If he can't, they'll probably finish fourth of it.
0: Interesting. And it's funny that you mentioned Lower Point Space because if Space don't take a they might find themselves about eight or nine points behind, like this weekend. Cool. But yeah, let's just move on quickly before we move on to previews for ne- uh, next week. I don't know before the the podcast. I didn't have this on the agenda, but Benley Wolves. I mm-hmm. remember Benley. You know Benley. Once they start getting into their run of form, yeah, they begin they to go on, like. Stuff. I remember last season they went on like a ten game and beating run. And they finished 10th. And now there was four games unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Having considered, I think, one goal or two goals or something. So I think just quickly before what I do you think Ben Lee can escape the drop? And should Muno be because that's wolves, I think I've lost three and four now. Mm. So yeah.
5: Um yeah, like the the teams around Benley in the relegation battle, you know, West Brown, Fulham, Arsenal, Brighton should be concerned (laughs) because um, as Koku accurately predicted uh, a couple of weeks ago, he said Ben were poised to go on that run where they just pick up, you know, their points and end up mid-table. It seems as though they're doing that right now, you know. You have to to give props to Sean you know. Unlike other managers who instill the same philosophy, like such as Mikel Arteta, Sean Dyche actually <laughs> analyzes and plays to his team strengths. You know, he, he knows the kinds of strikers he has. Like, Chris Wood is not coming to run in behind for you, you know. So, it, it I, I can't say I like it because it, it's almost anti-football. But, yeah, I, I respect Burnley. I definitely do because they do what they have to do to survive. They're And, and you know... Mm-hmm. A lot of when, when you actually read up on Burnley or watch videos on them, it's a blue collar town, very hard, gritty town. So it resonates with the fans, like the it resonates with the city. So you, I think that's why people have so much respect for Sean Dice and, and his team. So yeah, definitely big ups to them. Wolves. Mm-hmm. You see, Koku, you know, it's, it's almost as if Koku has gotten all his predictions right.
0: Because he accurately... Tell me, I said, my future is in this <laughs> industry. <that field. laughs> you know,
5: because he, he said it. Nuno is almost caught in two minds. You know, they, he, they were so good at playing the three at the back, you know, le- more defensive. Now, with players like Podence and Co, you know, he's trying to get them to express themselves a bit more. And once you you always make that transition, you're going to get bruises along the way. I'll say this though: one thing that concerns me is the regression of Ruben Neves. You know, Ruben Nevers was playing at a point uh, like like a midfielder who would go for at least sixty million yeah. in the transfer window.
0: Hundred million.
5: Yeah. yeah, as of now, to I don't honest, know what's yeah. going on.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Cause for Nuno. I saw that this Charlie you don't line up against Bentley with the back five. Mm. Like I don't know what it's like. He rather lines up the team in the back f- four against teams you should not, and a team that you should. He doesn't. Yeah. So <laughs> it's interesting to see what he yeah, it does it's, it's against really, space. No, like so for me, I think mm-hmm.
3: what what happened was they were just going to use the same team that came up with the victory against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So it was a good game, good victory. You don't change a winning team. But sometimes you have to change a winning team.
0: Yeah, of course. Ooh. Charlie's Bentley, man, take mm-hmm. yeah. the game to them, and they were now trying to chase it, and they went to a back four, and looked better. Wow. But Charlie, the game has been lost. Two new down against Benley. Tell you, are not coming back <laughs> from that one. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. But yeah, you let just um move on to. So now we are entering the very, very, very hectic round of fixtures. You can Every play today, days. the next two days. You are playing again. You are supposed to play. I don't know how. But the weekend, this weekend, 26 27th, we have some very, 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 very mouth-watching clashes. I feel like mm. the table will take shape after that weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll get to see a yeah, clear idea. January 1st, we'll know. Mm-hmm. January 1st. We'll so know. let's no. kick off.
2: Yeah, I don't look at the table and thank you. Let's kick off <laughs> at
0: the King Power let's start with man city in the early kickoff 7 30 EST I think 12 30 11 30 i forgot forgotten the time conversion so Ayo, you some very quick predictions from you guys let's start against money what do you think will happen yeah, let's
2: start against Manu. yeah this yeah, weekend i mm. very confused because I'll tell you, let's start my mind <clears throat> The thing is, the thing in United is that we have we have problems where Leicester have strengths. It's another, it's another it's another bad matchup for us. Like teams that can sit back, be resolute, and counter quickly, and also switch spontaneously to pressing your center backs do very well against this United team. Um, it's another game where you know it could be won and lost in the midfield. Whoever takes control and whoever finds their passes, whoever is more like. Um, exact or direct with their passes will probably do better in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, you know, having Bruno is always Ooh. a plus. Like, he's he's dug us out of so many situations uh, so many different times. That it's, guy's a cheat code, it's, it's, it's becoming a cheat, it's becoming a cheat code, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I feel like us having him, hopefully, he stays fit because he going down in jet is. I know we have van der Beek now when we can, you know, play with him, but uh. The matches where he started alone without Bruno haven't you know been his best games. So I I think United will shade is about to be another close game. Interesting. So I'm probably going for you know, two one or a three two because okay. Those are the
1: score lines we like <laughs> nowadays. Okay.
0: And Ayu, what do you what do you think will happen?
1: That's just scares me. Um hey. <laughs> I'll say honestly that the fact that they have a lot of their First team members back, Kastan is back, Ndidi is back. Um and you have Madison playing in form right now. So I mean they they can counter really fast and they can also press as well as Maui said. Um I don't think we're gonna start off well, unlike how we started off in Leeds. But I do think like this is gonna be this is gonna be a three two kind of match. Um interesting. I, hmm. I'm pick, I, I'm tempted to pick. I'm tempted to pick Leicester, but I'm gonna go with Manchester United. Do you too?
0: Interesting. All yeah, right. I mean, um Leicester. I mean, it depends really on how many Rogers approaches the game. I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, I don't know. I think he just caught in two minds. I think he has bad memories of going to Anfield, and sitting back against Liverpool. So against Tottenham, he they took the game to space against us i don't know let's when that playoff match we had last season last day of the season let's and win and go to champions league i was quite disappointed with them to be honest i thought it would bring the game more to us and then now it like now they are most of their guys well, back okay. and i don't know it's going to be a very tough match i don't i, I can't it could be a draw i can see a draw happening but i feel kind of the day we just have quality like one chance we'll score so I think that's what's going to edge it. But I don't know. <laughs> mana manna. if you just quick, 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 quick preparation, they will go to their match. I was, sorry,
2: I was going to say one mm-hmm. about the previous match. I feel like we just burned out from where the the multitude of games that were played in a room mm-hmm. at the end of last mm-hmm. season. I think they didn't have the legs to play the way they played against us. So it was easy for us to win that match. Oh man, I, I think that that had a fa- I'm, had am fa- fa- very end, sorry for them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, i
4: think i think i think a draw yeah, a draw sure. looks
3: a draw looks likely sure. um it, but a lot will depend on how man united go and set up like if man united play and try and catch leicester on the counter or if leicester like you no know, we'll give you the ball and then you try and catch like it'll be a game of like cat and mouse to see who mm-hmm. who decides to have most of the ball because i think whoever has most of the ball might end up losing this game yeah -hmm.
5: Um, just quickly, I I, I'm Mm -hmm. going one-one draw because I think both systems cancel each other out because Leicester can counter or you know take the game to them. Same thing for Manchester United. So yeah, one-one.
0: Yeah, so let's move. (laughs) What an interesting game we have here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Um, Let's move to the Emirates Stadium. You know, built in I think 2006. I believe. Chelsea go to London. Mm. They are London neighbours mm. to face us mm. now in a match. Mm. Which, before I let you guys, if I'm to give a quick prediction, mm. I feel like Arsenal, this is a game I, for some weird reason. Mm. I just feel I like just, Arsenal will turn up. Yes, Master, I see three Arsenal Chelsea.
5: <laughs> 3 Chelsea. To, listen <laughs> to me. If you have FPL, put Pulisic in your team. Put Vernon in your team. And ZX2 is playing. Will, Chelsea will lash us. They will lash us because I, like the thought of, of of Bellerin versus Pulisic has kept me up at night. Eh? <laughs> Go, do you know what scares me? Normally I say, okay, in defense, Gabriel. Go ahead and look at what Tammy Abraham did to Gabriel when he was in Leo. There's no hope. If you're an Aston fan, don't watch the match. We'll lose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mona, Yo, your funny, team is facing funny, arsenal. funny enough
3: mm-hmm. funny enough i i don't share the same sentiments that pakofi has like no not to be like modest or anything. it's just like i don't know arsenal, arsenal worries me i feel like this this is the kind of game that william will turn up and william will score two goals um david louise david will not let anyone past him like it just has everything written written on it and i that's why, like the Everton and Wolves losses were really big for me, because I just felt like this Arsenal game, and also Chelsea. I don't know. This season we've just been fire Christmas to a lot of teams that needed points at that time. Like Everton were on a bad run. Chelsea gave them three points. West Brom, Chelsea gave them one. Southampton. We've like we've been dashing points to teams when it wasn't necessary. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 quite worried. I'm quite worried about this game. Quite worried about this game.
0: So quick prediction from you <laughs> mm.
3: like my head is telling me like an arsenal sneaking like a one nil or something like that but my heart is telling me chelsea chelsea two 0
0: interesting okay are you yeah. let's let's come to you so a very very quick prediction from you mm-hmm.
1: i'm gonna go to one chelsea um, interesting okay i think that chelsea's defense it's too good for Arsenal to to get back in form. Like Chelsea, are, Chelsea's back are also against the wall in some sense. Like they got their win today, but they've not had a good run of games. And I think Lampard is going to be more defensively solid. And I don't think Arteta Arteta's team have the ability to break down Chelsea's defense so i'm giving them like an odd goal but i think it's going to be a 2-1 mm-hmm. chelsea game interesting yeah, Marla, yeah, but you, Marla, you know in
3: saying that mm-hmm. this guy chelwell okay, and Rhys james are uh, uh, are injured now so it's oh. like we've we've lost we've lost, <sighs> both, this Pepe. We've, we've lost <laughs> both both first choice four backs and I, I don't know if aspie can do it like. Against against who? Saka. West Ham, against Arsenal, and then against Aston Villa, like all of those three. So this like this is this is all part of why I'm worried to buy yeah, Simi.
5: Oh, like you shouldn't be worried at all. The Arsenal players are useless. You know some of them they don't look up before they cross. <laughs> Joe Willock, Saka, they don't look up before they cross. Like I don't know why Arsenal are a relegation team. Like open your eyes. Arsenal suck. Man. Like bad, you shouldn't you guys, be worried at you guys,
3: all. You guys will be, cool. oh, no, no, no. be
0: cool. Okay, Molly, take us home. A quick prediction from you. Uh,
2: oh, there's nothing I like more than agenda against you know Chelsea and Frank Lampard, but <laughs> I don't think Arsenal will be providing with content this weekend.
0: So Chelsea victory for you. So
2: it will probably be. I I think this could be bad oh, for yeah. Arsenal. now. Interesting. I, I mean, there are problems. Um, Chelsea have problems in the full-back position, but. Like, as as you saw today, like, when Aspinocueta is called and he can put. Because he, he pocketed Ben Rama for, for all the hype that we've been giving Ben Rama since he came from the championship. He didn't do anything <laughs> against Aspinocueta. Okay. On the other side, Emerson, he also had a, a, a decent game. So I think he, they would be able to nullify where Arsenal's. where the majority of Arsenal's attack comes from, which is the wings. And if they decide to put balls into the box against Zuma, I don't know what they are planning, but. <laughs> It's not going to work, <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. Chelsea will probably win this and it'll, it'll probably be a clean sheet as well.
0: Interesting, so I'm saying 2 now Chelsea. Okay, just a- let's move on.
1: Oh. Are you, are you did you want to say something? I just wanted to ask, do you think Obama Young will be fit for this match?
5: See, you can play Obama you can play bring back Ian Wright, you can play Thierry Henry. <laughs> so far as Mikel Arteta is the manager who will not create chances he is the most useless coach in Premier League history I've, like oh <laughs> no
3: nah, 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 no no! no 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 I no, think that no, 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 one no, no, is Frank no, De no, no. Frank De Bo uh, he's let yeah. me tell you why
5: because how can you only attack from one flat? it's like Arteta didn't play football that's the part that's hand. like how can you be so bad you were a footballer
0: like, yeah anyway yes Let you, let's let's yeah, let's move yeah. on to the molly new <coughs> so we are facing a battle of the similar systems i don't know i think this is like the drawback back and counter attack derby. <laughs> and it's a basketball game actually, it just <laughs> looks like one of those draw one-one matches in my mm. opinion like <sighs> i don't know so just quick predictions from how now we can start with you. Who, what do you who do you think is going to edge it Wolves, Wolves two one, Wolves <coughs> two one, interesting. Yeah. Maoli, what do you think? Yeah,
2: I think Wolves as well. Wow, but it'd be nice to see. be nice to see Adama versus Reguilón. I think that'll be a nice battle. That's if yeah. Adama, please, because he hasn't been starting.
0: Are you? Quick prediction for mm-hmm. you. Wow, mm-hmm. people, a lot mm-hmm. of Wolves. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Pakuvi, what about you? <laughs> two no space.
5: What? Two G- no space. Yeah, two okay, nil no space.
0: Quick one interesting. Okay. I I think Mourinho want a reaction, so maybe. Yeah. It depends well, on how if they take the game towards maybe but Mourinho
5: is not Mourinho is not way, going for games without win. No way. Spurs winning. Yeah,
0: it's going to be a very interesting t- tactical battle. But yes, so yeah, let's move on to next week Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Unfortunately, we have to do a lot of previews today because Charlie, the games are coming taken fast and it's funny because Chelsea play on Saturday mm-hmm. then right on Monday they have to travel to Birmingham and go yes and play sir. Aston Villa mm-hmm. wow that's that's something this is a it's very tough. testing time for yep. Frank Lampard and his crew but before we start going to Aston Villa versus Chelsea we have a fun question here from Senor. Mm-hmm. and he says what changes did Aston Villa make that have made them so strong this season even some preamble I think Aston Villa have two games in hand yeah and if they win those games, they finally find they finally they find themselves in the top four. Yeah. So that's something to keep an I mean, eye for.
2: <clears> okay, <throat> one, the game in hand is against us. So.
0: <laughs> oh, we'll ask them. We'll ask them. So, then it's okay. You do make top
5: eight. No, but um. But
0: yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Personally, I think the what they've done is just surround Jack Grealish with players he trusts, in the sense that, like you know, I keep on saying this when you a footballer. And you play with other, you know, ballers. It, it helps you because you have confidence. You're like, okay, let me get this guy the ball. Let him let him create. You know, um, although his finishing is quite poor, I want to shout out um Anwar El Ghazi. He looks like a decent, you know, attack um attacking threat. So you know, surrounding Grealish with the likes of El Ghazi, Barkley when he's fit, Oli Watkins, I think. It just gave him more confidence, you know, that like there there are other players around here who could do more for me. So I think it's it's just made Villa, you know, much more of a much more of a threat in the sense that, you know, right now you don't just have to stop Jack Grealish. There are other players who could, you know, cause damage on their day. And that's improved them greatly. Mm-hmm. Um also, shout out to Dean Smith. I, I think some, there have been games where he set them up very well. You know, particularly, okay, in hindsight, you know, he was facing a very poor relegation threat in the Arsenal. But that, that, that to me, was like <laughs> one of the standard performances. You know, Villa on the counter looked phenomenal. So, yeah, um, that game versus Chelsea would be very intriguing, you know, because... I think Chelsea have enough quality to keep Grealish quiet. That being said, you know, Oli Watkins, one thing about him is that he's, I think he has underrated, like, strength. He's quite strong. Like, his hold-up play is good. You know, he wasn't someone I think could hold up the ball well. So, yeah, you know, Douglas Luiz to in midfield. Villa Villa could give Chelsea problems. I'm not saying they'll beat them, but it would definitely be a tough game
0: mm-hmm and even Oliwakins he looks like a a big game striker mm. because his goals are coming Kings Liverpool Arsenal. I mean Arsenal. Yeah, like but a still have big, team. big teams but yeah I think even before <laughs> we they open it I think Aston Villa Dean Smith has really changed their style of play a lot mm. um last season they used to be a very setback kind of team I was looking at like some statistics that they and Leeds are the most box-to-box teams in the league yeah. and yeah it shows I like watching Leeds Um yeah. I mean, Aston Villa they remind me of Manu in terms of the very vertical fast transition yeah. football it's yeah. very nice to see yeah. Charlie as soon as you get a ball forget this I think there's an over obsession with Tiki Takapuze no passing. yeah oh it's vertical. about moving forward let go and yeah. play just move forward forget yeah. and that's even if I come back to Manu I think that's one thing Manu how you mentioned it we are very bad at retaining the ball and it's like yeah. uh, uh, i mean i
2: we just tried it at the wrong yeah, time. yeah so like my 90th minute we have, we have pressure on us know. maguire
0: yeah. was pumping the ball for it giving some 40 yard cross food pass come on man pass it to land and keep possession but anyway mana aston yeah. villa facing chelsea quick predictions from you
3: yeah just really really quickly on aston villa before we mm-hmm. do the predictions part. Mm-hmm. um i think Part of what has made them really solid is like they've they, they've now had like a settled back five i remember last season you know they had mings in and out um i do not know was it No, it wasn't richard's they had some young guy in the counter in and out um el Muhammad, yeah el el Mohamedi was their right back and Mm-mm. that guy since i don't know since like maybe 2015 oh, oh, like after after he left the gun i don't think yeah, I don't think, yeah. Been, <laughs> I don't think he has been that good um but Matikash has been a great signing for them on the right hand side. He has he has really helped solidify the team. And then I think the best signing they've made this this summer has been Emmy Martinez, because in the last game he made about three saves. Like sometimes in football you won't always you know play your best. You you need you need your goalkeeper to bail you out, and uh-huh. he's he's definitely been able to do that for Villa. I know he saved a couple of penalties and stuff like that as well this season. So he's been good. He's been good. Yeah. Um, with respect to the game um aston villa is also another team that worries me because they can also play like they sit back different different kind of football um if they do try and like play like this basketball style like you you have a go and then we'll have a go i think we would we would enjoy playing that kind of game against them because then there'll be space for our guys to run timo will have space christian will have space so i'm just hoping for that game you know zx zx is back because that's the kind of game that you want to see, you know, the the Wizard of Stamford Bridge
4: <laughs> on
3: the on the pitch. Um, but yeah, I think it will be a tough game. Right, to be honest, in the whole Christmas period, yeah, other than like the Liverpool that seven nil that we saw, I think a lot of the games will be like really, really tight. It will be like one nil, two ones. A lot of those score lines, not really blowing teams away. I do, I don't really expect that over over this period. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just a a calm two nil victory. Come the okay. a victory from Chelsea
0: and Ayo Maui, Some quick predictions from you guys as
1: well.
2: Uh, yeah, um, are you gonna do go first? I think gonna go first.
1: Uh, okay. Um, so Barkley is gonna be back for that game. Um, I think he's gonna be back for boxing day actually against.
3: Oh, he can't play I against Chelsea. He, yeah, that's his parent club. From Chelsea.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. No, it's, I think it's only La Liga that, that allows you to play against your mm. parent club.
1: Yeah, yes. he can't can play
2: against
3: Chelsea.
1: So, um, I, I, see a one-one draw. Um, I think they're um, they're going to be a li- Aston Villa is going to be a little bit more defensive, um, mm. and I don't think Frank Lamp has... Knows his best attack yet? It seems that mm-hmm. he's just choosing players on form right now. And th- until they have a sustained run together, they're not gonna gel. So I see a one-one kind of draw. Okay, yeah,
4: I think Villa
2: can cause Chelsea a lot of problems. Like, I like... can the, they're very good in possession. Like I that goal against Arsenal, I don't know if it was the first goal or the second goal. When they kept the ball on the left hand side of the box, like for five or, or like two minutes or something, just playing triangles and then getting in behind and then finally delivering a good ball into the box. It's like they, they, they are a team that knows when to pick their passes. And I think that'll be very difficult for Chelsea to for the Chelsea defense to deal with, especially since um since it's not the uh, Chelsea settled back for they're going to be new additions so they can they can exploit the the lack of cohesion in that back for if there's any so i be very difficult but i think chelsea's quality though will shine through but i i don't think they'll keep a clean sheet in this game though interesting so it's probably a 2-1 victory for chelsea
0: yeah i think prediction wise i don't know my mind was finding it difficult to pick one team so i think that's a draw so i don't know it has to draw return all over it especially because of the tight boxing day schedule i think villa gets no i think they both have the same number of re- days of off or something yeah. so i don't know depends on which manager decides to rotate because as now chelsea is a much more difficult game on paper so i think lampard will go with his guns and against villa we might see some of Hassan not do my start and cool but yeah let's move on to godesson park everton face man city wow very very i don't know in my head it just has low scoring written all over it like really? yeah like man city don't really square man city and we've we encountered pep we haven't even spoken about them i don't know how southampton is not the agenda but pep looks like they have changed their style of play a bit Ooh. like now defense first let's keep it yep. tight we know you have quality to make a goal and yeah. yeah, we make a goal john stones john stones has a renaissance right now mm-hmm. he's keeping laporte out yeah. of the team and i think john stones has been doing quite well i would say um would you guys think everton man city what are your predictions um oh man city 1-0
4: yeah
5: same
0: interesting okay
5: chain.
2: okay okay uh, I would have said Everton 1-0 because mm-hmm. I feel like in the end, uh, Carvalhoen versus Johnston is a mismatch. Yeah, my
3: but opinion. I think Man City will score first. Then once yeah, Man City yeah, yeah. score, they're not going to allow Everton the
5: yeah. chance to... I don't think Everton... I don't... Maybe Hammers would be back, but I don't see Everton creating that much, to be honest. You know, I don't I don't see it as a game where Everton like really imposed their will and are uh, bombarding Manchester mm-hmm. City's you know, um, backline. So yeah, so, one no Manchester City because City will get a chance. City, I mean, and they might take it. So yeah, once one no Man City.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll go. Hey, are you two mm-hmm. no Man City? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, um, so, well. mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. So let's move on to. And Brighton Arsenal, I remember last, last season during the project we Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because this Brighton Arsenal game Whoa. is like at the beginning of a very favorable run for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So if they can get uh three points, maybe they'll have momentum. But Paul Brighton, Arsenal, what what do you think? Two
5: no Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm, no, no, no. I'm serious because how are Arsenal going to score? Are you going to be crossing the ball for four foot eleven Eddie Inketia versus Lewis Dunk and those trees? Like come on, let's think. Now now let's move it into midfield as well. Party is out. So is a midfield of Ceballos and Elneny truly is it better than Bisuma and and, and, and Cole? It really isn't. You know, like when you look around, Brighton could easily beat Arsenal. Really. It's like Arsenal should not be favourites going into that game. Because Brighton can create chances. Arsenal cannot. It's just a matter of taking their chances. Like, versus Sheffield, you saw that they were unlucky to win. I still don't know how that header didn't go in. Soley March on that left-hand side is going to be a problem for whoever plays right-hand for us. Arsenal are... Like, you see, here's the thing. People think... Arsenal, oh, you know, the eventual... Arsenal could legitimately be relegated. Because look at the quality of the team. When you look at Arsenal's midfield, can you honestly tell me it's better than Brighton's? Be honest. No, it's not. Can you tell me our defence is better than Brighton's? No, it is not. Like,
4: yeah.
5: if anything, yeah, Brighton has yeah, slightly better than it.
0: Seriously, so... It's funny because if you guys lose your next two games... I think you might find yourself in a pseudo-relegation dogfight, which is kind of weird. We are insane
4: already. It <laughs> could be in a relegation. It's very it's, weird. And like, I think the
0: problem weird. with Aston at the moment is, I think we've even mentioned like previous episodes, you guys should have started going on a run by now because the gap is increasing. <laughs> like, before you know, it, the team in 10 position has yep. like 10 more points like, than you guys.
5: Yeah, like,
0: so and yeah. what's next after that? Well, so I, do you think, like, I mean, a question for you. Do you think Arsenal and Atete's kind of pieces and plans, objectives have changed because of your start to the season?
5: Look, I don't know why Atete is still the fucking coach. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't, all his plans are out the window. You you don't get it. Like, Mika Ateta should be on borrowed time. I don't know what... To me, yeah... I feel like if Arsenal are serious right now, the only reason he's still in a job is because they are taking their time to find his replacement. Because truly, Mikel Arteta is the most horrible coach in our team's history. Look, there's no, there's no positive, there's no upside, Koku. There, you, you don't, mm. nothing. I, I look at Arsenal right now, and nothing fills me with hope. There's, there's no silver lining. Do you get me? There's no silver lining, mm. like. In the past, you know, when Arsenal were in crisis, we would have won that Everton game. Do, do you see what I'm saying? It, there would be instances that will show you, okay, we can't. But now, no, we are going to lose that Chelsea game. We are going to lose to Brighton. It's clear. Because mm. you can't, at the NKTR, it's not championship level. Do you get me? Some of the players... Martinelli's
0: back, so maybe he will play. Oh,
5: yeah. The second coming of R9, but it's too little, too, too late. Mm-hmm. Bro, It's we are going to be mm-hmm. 15th and it's Christmas. Like, Arsenal's... That's quite bad. Arsenal's best option, yeah. truly, this season is avoiding relegation. Like, all jokes aside, like, this is how people thought, oh, Leicester can't win the league, Leicester can't win the league, shit. Watch it. Arsenal need to be very, very careful. Because our next three games, I can see us picking up zero points easily.
0: Okay. The crew. Quick predictions before I move on. Uh Brighton versus Arsenal. Mana, let's start with you. Arsenal to
3: win two one.
0: Two one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Molly, quick predictions.
2: Yeah, I don't think Arsenal have any easy games from here on in unless something drastic happens. I'm thinking one-one.
0: Okay. Are you? Quick um, predictions.
1: Arsenal to win two-one. Um, if Arteta draws or loses, I think there's no way he can job' Because they Brighton,
0: could find themselves, I think, like maybe seventeenth.
5: Brighton will do their lose. <laughs> <way. laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah let's move on oh, no, to old trafford
0: like man you face wolves and it's interesting mm-hmm. when we're doing like logistical setup yesterday molly mentioned an interesting thing that we haven't like beaten wolves in a long time but yeah, i don't so, know since
3: they, they, yeah. yeah. they came back to their prime yeah
0: so
2: let's start with um
0: are <laughs> man, you manu versus wolves what are your predictions wow okay mana and yeah, we'll come back i'll come back to you on why but mana some some predictions
4: yeah
3: like depending on which nuno like what team nuno goes to set up i think this this is the kind of game for the nuno back five not a back four um but i still think my united will have enough quality to to, to easily handle wolves so 3-1, 3-1, man United.
0: Mm-hmm. Molly. I
2: mean, I'm hoping to God we finally break Our that against them. Because I feel like those other matches, we had spells where we were dominant, but we couldn't put them away. Um, so I'm hoping that in well in this game we have when if we have that dominant spell, and I think wolves will wolves are will give it to you. They'll give you the time on the ball. So if we have that, we have to take our chances. And if we do, I think we can win compton. Mm-hmm. So um I I think I'm also going to go
0: 3-1. Uh Balkovie.
5: Um yeah. I, I think it could be a good game for Manchester United. Like you've been saying, the quality will just shine through. You know, wolves wolves are so on and off. I don't think Nuno is going to get it right. So yeah. Um I'll just go to no Manchester United
0: interesting I wonder if cause I wonder if cause I know for we we can rotate I wonder if they do have to play the same guys and without Raul Jimenez they they looks like the only not a counter now which I mean that was already what they had to do but without Jimenez Traore is looking even more useless (laughs) which is interesting yeah it would be
3: interesting to see like well I think Pedro Neto and Podence those are their two most dangerous players mm-hmm. if if mm-hmm. you manage to keep them out of those channels up against Maguire and Lidl of 1v1 then you guys you guys will be fine you guys will be fine
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean we'll see Mark Fred in midfield so I think yeah, I know that McFred. I know can mm. I don't
1: know
2: if this is a MacFred game, but I think Oli will just play McFred because mm. we won that Fred match and Fred and
1: yeah. would be the best pairing in my opinion. The thing is that mm-hmm. if they have one chance and they go down the left hand flank against Luke Shaw, it's, <laughs> it's it's it's
0: well you don't trust
2: yeah I, I don't know what Oli's fixes. You don't like Luke, Luke Shaw sure. Shaw is I, L- not sure, 1v1 is much better than Telly L- Lu gives me Bissaka, is our <laughs> best
1: defender. Um Luxha is yeah. is fills me with no confidence at all. He talks in too much and he he he's not good positionally in my opinion. So
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, we we're talking about it when we we're doing the, the logistics. When we when Leeds had that cross across the six-yard box, and Shaw had one or two options, clear it with your right foot or clear it with your left foot and he waited till um, that Leeds defender almost got the ball then he played it off the Leeds defender and luckily it went out for a blow kick. It's like decisions like that that could cost your team mm-hmm. and sure is full of so many of them and it's... Yeah, even in
0: terms of the attacking intent, I was looking at like a map, a passing map against a, a match against Southampton and Lukashore... Was actually the most influential player in our build-up. So, and also saw stats that in terms of most progressive passes in the league, Luke Shaw is about fourth. He has played the most passes that break about broken presses. So I don't know he definitely has something good about him. I mean, I mean, I don't see anything bad. I think for only because you are playing Wolves and they will have a low block, I think Teles is going to start. You don't have to worry. I think yeah. short place. I feel like he's been... sure place against the fast, yeah. the teams that we are going to counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And against low blocks, Telles and Cavani will start to put headers in. Yeah. I'll,
4: yeah. I'll
2: guess, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say that I feel like he's been shocked into improving his performances offensively. Because mm-hmm. I think this season he's doubled his career assistant.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So he had, I think he had one assist in his entire career before well, last month where he got two assists in like... Two I don't
0: know. (laughs) Considering he was Mm -hmm. the
2: considered an attacking like winger in Southampton, it was very I was shocked to find that he only had like two assists in like his his entire career. But I guess it happens. But But I feel like Mourinho said this once when he's like, oh, oh, he plays he's is his body, but my brain. Mm. And i don't think that that, that doesn't Luch do is well though. for a player in in a defense like that so i don't know why I, I feel like these performances is him being shocked into doing something so he doesn't lose his mm. place
0: okay and before let's before I, we go into to the final fun question for the show southampton versus west ham i thought it was an intriguing tactical battle so mm. some quick predictions from all of you i mean anyone can go first yeah
3: who um, whoever has the fit striker like if Danny Ings is fit, Southampton will win. If Michael Antonio is fit, West Ham will win. So, that's okay. um, that's my prediction. See me.
5: Um, I think here's the thing. Um, I actually think West Ham will win the game because if you have realized Southampton press. Full on first 45 minutes and in the second half from the 45th minute to about the 65th minute they are very slow to pick up the pace you know like there's, there's, there's that lag it's like they they, they, they fall off they, they aren't able to match the intensity you know as much in the second half I think they scored majority of their goals within the first half I think West Ham on the counter will get chances definitely you know it's it, I I'm not sure how might take them but I, I think it's a game where God,
0: what a striker.
5: <laughs> I think it's a game number where But then did
0: he's
2: a number ten, he's a number
3: ten. <laughs> didn't he score some bicycle kick against Crystal Palace? Yeah. That's what he likes doing. He's
2: that that thing Emery, Emery Chan has scored a bicycle kick. It has, it has removed the, the, the mystique around the shots I
0: mean yeah. I, you, West Ham win for you. Yeah, two two on two on West Ham. Okay. Very interesting. Are you? What do what do you think will happen?
1: I honestly don't know. I think it's (laughs) very, very much Um, Mm 50-50. I think Southampton might... Southampton has the better run of form right now, but um, I I, I can't predict anything. I would say likely going to be a Southampton victory for me, but just barely. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think you've Had a given us One year thing So you can send us home Yeah mm-hmm. um,
2: I feel like Whoever deals with Crosses From, from corner situations Or wide free kicks Better yeah, actually, that's... win the game Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Both teams are Very deadly from Set pieces With Ward Prowse on one side And Bowen and Cresswell On the other So I think whoever Defends their box From crosses Will take the victory mm-hmm. I, I think the winning goal Is scored from a corner Or a mm-hmm. wide free kick
0: yeah, I just want us to also Shout out Chelsea Real quick I think their defending today against the Corners so was quite impressive. I think Thiago Silva and Zuma. If Thiago Silva was about four years wow. younger, Charles would have had a centre-back pairing for like yeah, the, for next the next five next years. years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but last, mm-hmm. last, last. This fun question is from Guisi, The Stoned Luna.
4: <laughs> 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 wow. And he says, and it's, it's He's interesting. He's also on the grass.
0: On the grass, like Cavani, yes. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting because this question applies to all of us in the room. So, he says, if you're an Arsenal, Chelsea, and United fan, do you bin the former player as a coach experiment after this year if they don't perform like expected? Or do you give them more time? So, Manna, let's start with you. Lampard. So, if Lampard Hmm. doesn't hit his target for this season, whatever they might be, is it time for him to go?
3: Um... No, I think, okay, so for me, I'm going to answer this question more in, in terms of like looking back, historically, most football managers have played at a certain point, like Ancelotti played, Guardiola yeah, played, it, I mean, club I mean, played, I mean. it's Like, is you're a football player then you become a manager, like it's very rare, it's like maybe people like Mourinho who played like third division Portuguese uh, yeah. football and then he went into coaching through like analysis or like vias boas who was in like the video yeah. room and then did people's video for them up until he he also became a manager so um i don't necessarily think it's like an experiment it's just now more profound for us because we we saw these guys as players so like we remember seeing sedan we remember seeing Pele, remember seeing lampard we remember seeing all of these guys so mm-hmm. maybe it's just a lot more forward in our minds but um in terms of like, i think we said this last week that Probably this season and next season, like a lot of people have to start showing their working because mm-hmm. people's people's projects, two year, three year projects are coming up. Like Lampard's Lampard's three year contract will be up next season. And if Charlie he has not shown enough promise, you'll not be given an extension. As for that one day, mm-hmm. I can tell you right now that the Stanford Bridge hierarchy are Ooh. quite keen on Maurizio Pochettino as well. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. So, Ateta, I, can't even, I don't he's, not, he's barely a former player. Listen, Mikel,
5: Ateta is uh-huh. not even a top 200 Arsenal player. I don't know how, <laughs> like, bro, how, how can you hire somebody because he's arranging oh bibs for Pep Guardiola? That being said, <laughs> that being said, I wouldn't say you've been the former coach player thing because, um, like uh, Marina said, there have been a lot of coaches who've had success that were players like Ancelotti was a very successful player in Milan, then went Mm -hmm. on to coach them, same with Zidane. I just think you have to be, you can't, you can't jump the gun like Arsenal, you know, and give a former player like complete control when he doesn't have experience, you know, even Lampard coached at Derby, only had a stint at Molde, you know, you, you, Zidane was in charge of Real Madrid B. Pep Guardiola was in charge of Real Madrid B. You know, you. That's why what is happening at U V and how they are playing. I think it's just down based on player quality. You see, because this former player thing, I believe it's 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 clouds judgment, and I think that's why Mikel Arteta is still in a job. Because sometimes, you know, it it, it brings a lot of sentiment from the fans that, oh, yeah, you know, former player, he knows about the club, blah, 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 which to me is utter rubbish. As a manager, you should be judged on one thing and one thing only results. If you are not producing results, get out, get out. Like, (laughs) I'm not one to hear, you know. I can give you time if I see what you're yeah you're yeah, yeah, trying to build. With the likes of Oli and Lampard, you see it. With Arteta, it's it's I'm sorry, I can't see anything. So yeah, he needs to go. And if we are to hire a former player, that guy should have had experience. Like winning experience, even if it's in a lower division, he should have that experience, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. So Ayo. So Oli, so let's see. If we finish fourth this season, no trophy. Do you think he should carry on into next season?
1: Fourth, yes. Um, okay. I think. My, my, I think. Even though I've had my problems with Owe, he wasn't backed as he should have been. Mm-hmm. A lot of the players that he should have gotten shouldn't have. Like he didn't get them, and. Mm-hmm. I think he has decided to like or oh, work with what he's got, and I commend him for that. I think that when the as the I don't know if he wanted the yellow, probably he probably did not, but um,
2: <laughs> yeah, now, but right? I think that
1: <laughs> oh he has a lot of talent and uh, there's a lot of good, um, I guess good information about him that's have been said by the scouts so. I'm excited to see how he plays. I think he needs to address our problem positions during the summer. I think mm-hmm. I also think that he cannot finish. I think a bad season is if he finishes below the top four right now. You mm-hmm, mm-hmm. should not finish below the top so four. Molly,
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> so how about you? Let's see. Whew. Okay, let me actually, let me flip it. If we finish fifth or may, and then maybe Europa League, would you should he stay on fifth and Europa League mm.
2: and a trophy? Because will this be our longest things without a trophy? after me I, I, mean, like, I stop counting something?
0: even. I don't know because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we want we want, like you know smaller cups like yeah, LNG, mm. well, FA Cup under Louis, Carling Cup under Jose, Europa League under Jersey. So it's like we we haven't had the feeling of lifting a trophy in quite some time. So I think it's getting to the point where Oli has to deliver us mm-hmm.
5: Um, That
2: being said, I feel like this will be the... If, he, if indeed he leaves, this will be the first time we've had a manager leave us in a better position mm-hmm. than when he found us, mm-hmm. regardless of how many of his top targets he didn't get. Because mm-hmm. whoever comes in after him gets i don't know if he spends two more years he gets a twenty one year old missing greenwood he gets a twenty five year old marcus rashford he gets a twenty seven year old bruno Fernandez uh he gets a twenty five year old um uh wambesaka axel Twanzibi, who i believe is our best defender i I' die on that hill mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll be twenty five by that time mm-hmm. people like Mengi, people like ethan Galbraith, mm-hmm. people like um. Uh, who else can I who well, like yeah, Hannibal Mejri uh, Dylan Levitz Ghana all of them they are mm-hmm. all like they are, they are talented players that if Oli continues this mod- model of bringing through the youth will be able to get games underneath their belts for the next manager mm-hmm. so even if that time is coming where we have to move on from the whether it's bringing another past manager or moving to someone who can win a silverware I think Will be in a better place, um. After Oli leaves,
4: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I feel like, uh, I mean, well, to answer the question specifically, Silva so definitely <laughs> keep him in a job. But even if he doesn't, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't stay in the job, I think we'll be in a better place. Yeah, right? I think very,
1: very well so, said, Molly. One even thing leaves, I'll yeah. add just quickly is that mm-hmm. I want Oli to stay at least one more season because I don't want a what if scenario. I want it. Mm-hmm. Him to have all the resources that he needs, and then, be like if he succeeds, he succeeds. If he doesn't, it's not a uh, hypothetical. If he had this, then he could have done that.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say yeah, the de- the club. I like what Mauli said. He definitely come in. Apparently, we have scouts, European scouts, former scouts have come out that they recommended Alfonso Davis, uh, uh, manu uh, who didn't uh, mind him. Uh, super, I don't trust them. So, I think that's right now. Palestri and Diallo are coming. I see that we are linked with like some Caicedo guy from Ecuador. We have open mm-hmm. talks. Oh, so okay.
2: I've already seen the videos. Yeah, I've watched the videos. <laughs> Lucy
0: Apparently is a hybrid of Kogba and Kante. So, I think, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so if that's true, so we have a serious G-M. CDM on our hands. And I yeah, like it, he's building a nice foundation. He they are listening to the youth setup, they are bringing in guys, so yeah, the future is definitely bright. And I think he said, I think with the appointment of Ole, they were thinking very, very long term. So let's continue and we'll see if we have our game in hand, we are second. So Charlie, and then we face Liverpool January 17th, title decider. Yeah, so Charlie, but that brings us, you know, to yet another end of the checking podcast episode um it's been a long one but you know it's always good information good talking points and I just want to you know extend a special shout out to all our special uh, fans all around the world Um, you guys the support on the Twitter community page has been phenomenal and just want to thank you guys so much we have new segments coming in we might even have a Clubhouse so who knows the future is very bright and yeah thank you guys so much before we leave you know don't you think Ayo. are you any last words and our special guests before you guys you know leave anything for the community um
4: Yeah, so, it's so, so an
2: amazing, an amazing initiative that you guys have um, started, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to how it develops, and hopefully, I can be a part of it a bit more uh, in the future if we need. Of more course,
0: episodes. of course. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. So yeah, Merry Christmas in advance. Um, keep on supporting yeah, us. See a see special shout out to Marlon always, you know, for kickstarting this whole project and. Oh it's been a brilliant time so far you know we love you guys so much and everything yeah same time same place
4: yeah <laughs>